Bevan, Rennie, Llewellyn, Mr. Bean, and the Blueberry. You know that's right. Season 2, Episode 1 of this podcast coming at you right now. I've heard it both ways. 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 And welcome back to I've Heard It Both Ways. I'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker, Dr. Joe. And riding along with me, as always, in the blueberry is my guy, Randy Jackson. <laughs> That's Randy, so good. How's it I going? Because uh, they do sneak in the uh, real names every once in a while, like a Chaz Bono or whatever, uh, what have you. But, uh, you know, uh, what an homage to the great American Idol that we're about to dive into right now. Oh, very, very apropos. I mean, I had to do it. I, I've, ha- I've actually had this nickname ready to go for a while, uh, mostly because of, uh, you know, Step Brothers. You know, that, <laughs> Why do that... you have Randy, Randy Jackson's autograph on a samurai sword? <laughs> that that, sm- that very indistinguishable smudge there. <laughs> Pretty recognizable so, name. Yeah, there we go. So I, I had to go with it. Um uh, that's all so, I had on me, and you're not going to not get Randy Jackson's autograph. Exactly, and it was a, it was a perfect episode to do it because this this, as I've said many many times, is my favorite episode, or, or at least one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. We're talking about uh, you know season two, episode one, uh, American duos, and this just from start to finish um, is an absolute uh, banger, Billy. What do you think? T to B, top to bottom, it's a whammer. Uh, you know, that's usually something I save for songs. And this is got some songs in it, though. Uh, it is an absolute classic. I think it's one of my all-time favorite episodes of television, let alone Psych. They have one of the greatest guest star appearances in the history of this show, probably in the history of USA. I think it is the best guest star. Uh, we'll tackle that later. But he... Tim Curry comes in like a whirlwind. Uh, we can just get right into it. You know, we start with a holler. We end with a cream skull. And if there's time in the middle, uh, Thundercats. Ho! Ho. So, I mean, uh, I don't know if you want to kick us off with the cold open here, but even the cold open, from the cold open, yeah, it's great. Right right from the rip. So what we'll do is uh, we'll just uh, we'll, we'll talk about the case real quick. Just give, give everyone a general synopsis uh, for those uh, who may be uh, joining us for the first time. Uh, so American duos Sean and Gus are hired to protect a reality show judge who has escaped a series of uh, attempts on his life. And so this is uh, an American Idol ripoff and in the absolute best way. And we we get a, a rather long cold open uh this is episode. Is it our first Henryless cold open as well? I think so. It's a Henryless cold open and it's just it's really long. Like they just let it ride and and I'm glad they did because uh, it's an absolute banger. We finally get good Gus, good young Gus. Right? And so they there it starts off with them at a, it looks like a school talent show. And uh, Sean is dressed up as um, Roland Orsabo. Yeah. <laughs> or however you say it. Not right. the guy that they would eventually get uh, on the show, Kurt Smith. I think he's probably like the uh, Emilio Estevez level yeah. of snub for the show because Kurt Smith's been on it a bunch yeah. in a couple of the best episodes ever. And yeah. actually, my favorite episode ever, he debuts in. And, you know, they have the Roland Orsabo, and he's supposed to be singing with Billy Ocean, but he's not. <laughs> Yeah, because Gus shows up as Michael Jackson because he got scared and he just wore his old costume. And Sean is bullshit. You know, he's absolute bull. What's the line he says? He goes, Why why would Michael why would, Jackson Yeah, why would Michael Jackson sing with Roland Olasavo? Yeah. Why would Billy Ocean sing with him? Well, I hope you can moonwalk us across the stage, right? Uh, so it's <laughs> this is perfect because you get like as kids that perfect Sean and Gus just interaction right it's like them as kids that's how they are as adults and and this is where i think everything really you know gets cooking i think with sean this is the, basically the character he is in this episode is the character you get you know throughout just quick- nice one thing that he doesn't know who william hung is because everyone True. especially people in the dsg now know hello mac know who william <laughs> hung is he is absolutely unbelievably famous so i think in like season five he would have got that reference that's my only thing but i'm 100 with you this is full-fledged full throttles charlie angel three sean spencer from here on up 
And how serendipitous that we get a William Hung uh, reference oh, uh, this week, right? And uh, you know, and it's funny because our, our boy Bert and Madden, right? I mean, he was born, oh. right? He, was, what, like, he had no idea. <laughs> yeah, he had no idea who William Hung was, so we had to uh, we had to educate him because that might have been one of the. I remember I remember watching that live. I, I, when I that remember happened. where I was. That that yeah. was like a, a, a seminal moment in television history yeah just the, the oh man we we could do an entire episode just on william hung i think but uh so it you know that's sort of the premise of the you know the episode is is you know auditioning and and uh, american duo so we go from that cold open from their kids right into um you know auditions for this 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 uh, you know uh, music show American duos and the, that's you know that's the rub on it that's how it's different from other talent shows is that they're they're duos and we get introduced to Nigel Saint Nigel who who you you nailed it he is the best uh, not just cameo on this show but maybe one of the best guest appearances period because he does the um, oh what's that um, he does the Simon he takes a Simon Cowell character and kicks it up to a hundred. Yeah. Oh, just he just rips it out of the park. This you, you see this girl just sort of standing, kind of frozen on on the stage, uh, and he just he just starts ripping into her before she even starts singing. You're jaundiced, you know. Uh, oh, what the? You, you smell. He's just laying <laughs> yeah, into you her. Smell. <laughs> You're pale. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't we haven't even sung yet. Yeah, material. And, <laughs> So you can kind of get the sense right away. This guy's a prick, and and there have you know he's the one who's had his uh, you know been many attempts on his life so far. Yeah, and it's uh, they call it the save the cat moment to endear somebody to you in a television or movie show. This is the opposite of that, whatever it's called. I don't know the technical term for it, but they make him look like an asshole right out of the gate. The other thing that I love right here is they establish the connection between Gus and American duos. You know, it's just like the spelling bee or any of his other hobbies. He's just absolutely involved. He's eating the popcorn, one of the all-time greatest gifts. Another moment we get the slap, but not, 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 not the uh, last time we will see that in this episode either. And, you know, Sean's like, Blah, 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 blah. This isn't, you know, uh, something we should be watching. Why do we have TiVo if I can't pause and talk? Blah, blah, blah. So that, that's where they get the call for the case and they go to the police station and they don't even know that Nigel St. Nigel is going to be there and Gus is just over the moon about it. Yeah, this is out. Al- we get Alpha Gus, really, this entire episode. This is <laughs> this is another example where we're in Gus's domain. And and so that's, you know, Juliet's the one that gives them a call, brings him in into the So we get the case, you know. Uh, you know, there's there's been attempts on Nigel's life, and he looks the he looks at Chief Mick straight in the face and says, "The police are useless." No offense, no no none taken. So you know they they brought Sean and Gus in because you know he needs someone that can anticipate uh you know his attackers you know every move, and so you know they they bring Sean you know he brings Sean and Gus in sort of you know to follow, but they he's got to do it in sort of a way that's not obvious that won't attract the attention of the killer. Right. So they, they put him undercover uh, as you'd expect. And, and, and we get some more awesome auditioning, right. With, oh. uh, with Sean and Gus, they're just doing the, uh, uh, was it a uh... uh-huh, take on me? Yes. <laughs> they're warm up. I keep tonight. I keep tonight. It's just like everything about the audition. And we can tackle that a little later too. Home run stuff, just all time comedy moments. Another great gift where they're doing like the arm up and down, they're just jumping all around. Gus is singing the wrong verse. Uh, yeah. you know, you get even a little bit more of Emelina, you still don't get any of Mirabel. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Zapato, Zapato, Zapato. Yeah, so that's that's another thing too that that that's so great here is that you know, when Gus is sort of like you know, giving his rules to duos and he's like. Well, first off, Sean, the duos, that's different. Zapato, he's Latino, that's different, right? So <laughs> so you've got, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, Tim Curry as a Simon Cowell character, Nigel St. Nigel. You have another great – this episode's got two great cameras, Gina oh, Gershon. Gina Gershon. Uh, uh, yeah. Emelina Saffron, and she's just like – she just takes the Paula Abdul character. Again, she cranks it up to 11. She, she just, might be like – Mount Rushmore guest stars of all time psych episodes. And it's in the same episode as Nigel St. Nigel because her, and we can tackle this again later in the interrogation room is some of the best stuff Lassie has ever done. 
Oh, it's great. And 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 the relationship, the roller coaster that those two take uh is absolutely fantastic. So she plays your 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 drugged up over the top Paula Abdul character. Uh and then you've got, you know, uh Zop, you know, Zop Zapino, whatever his you know his friggin' name is. Um and, and so we get the judges and, and so Shawty Custer just absolutely brutal. And uh Nigel's just like, you're hot, you're red hot, sandpaper esque, you know. Post postmodern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like Evelina she just goes, that, that was terrible. That's a no, but I, I do have to commend you guys on your style. I love that you're both wearing purple and like neither of them are wearing purple. So she's just on planet zippy. My favorite thing is all the time. that when she goes, well, uh, you do know that the first round is the most. <laughs> and then she just like, like that's one of my favorite gags is just somebody who's kind of out of it trails off and like, doesn't even complete the thought, but they think that they did. Right. Hilarious stuff. Hilarious yeah. stuff. Oh, she's she's so she's so great. So we get a we get an attempt on Nigel's life, you know, life here. The you know the lights fall and and so I mean that's sort of how this this episode goes. Uh, you know, there's there's you know a couple attempts on Nigel's life throughout the you know throughout the episode, and and you know Sean and Gus are are, are there. But they're 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 trying to suss out suspects. Mm. Um, but there isn't a lot of investigating in this particular episode, right? They're just sort of like you know, talking to different people, kind of going through you know you know just sort of following him around, and and all these sort of circumstances happen uh, you know happen to Nigel, and then it, you know it it kind of wraps up. But so we get this first attempt on his life, and then. It, <laughs> And then we actually get another pretty, you know, so we're still like a lot of this episode takes place sort of on the set of American Duos as, as you'd expect. And so they audition and there's an attempt on Nigel's life. Uh, and then they're sort of just going around talking to different contestants. And this is where we get introduced to three people who uh, are absolutely terrific. One is, is, is Bevan Rennie Llewellyn. Bevan Rennie Llewellyn. I think you already got his beat with that name. <laughs> yeah. And so they're talking to him, and I guess his stick is that he does it all, but he, he sings all the parts himself. Yep. But as soon as he says his name, Sean just goes, yeah, he did it. Yep, he did it. And then uh, what is it, Terrence and uh, Terrence and Terrence or something? It's yeah, ridiculous. Ch Chance and Rants. Chance <laughs> and Rants. That's what I love that. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is it? Nigel just called us a curious case of uh, inbreeding and type 2 diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, in any other episode, that would be the best line, Billy. Yeah, that would that would be the best line, hands down. But but that just just because to describe those, you know, who, you know, who haven't seen it or Chance and Rance, they're they're they're, they're two hicks. One just kind of looks like a tall, skinny meth head, and the other is a, you know, he's a large fella who just looks like a serial killer. And it's Chance and Rant, and they advance to the next round. So when he says a perfect combination of inbreeding and type two diabetes, it is the most perfect description of two people I could have ever, uh, uh, you know, come up with. Uh, but this is sort of like where the cold open ends. All of this happens, and yeah. now we just and then we get, get the break. Yeah. yeah, which is which is absolutely bananas. So there was so much uh, in that, uh, you know. But it was it was the perfect time to do that. Um, and then, you know, they go out to Nigel's trailer and he's got his green mask on his face, you know, to keep his skin, you know. I can't and... carry you two holler monkeys through to the next round. Well, I might I might have been a little pitchy. I did have a dairy heavy jamba juice. Yeah. And I've I've used that in other scenarios. Like I had a dairy heavy whatever to explain my voice at times. It's yeah. just a classic line. And you mentally you can you can feel that, right? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I, you use that thick, like you know, in the back of your throat, and uh, I just—I don't have physical contact with people with all oh, hair. Yeah. I right. mean, just great delivery. You know, uh, Les McEwen of the Bay City Rollers gave yeah. the thing that Sean smacks out of his hand. Yeah, uh, this one was the only thing that kind of like you know we have weak moments, and this isn't a weak moment that I wrote down. But I don't know how you would kill somebody like this. I guess like if he struck yeah. the match. It would have exploded him too, but like the only way it works is if he like drops it on purpose, like drops it by accident in that thing. Right. Like but this is what leads us back to the police station where Lassie's questioning everybody and Buzz is like, uh, you really met everybody? <laughs> and yeah. then 
he walks into the interrogation room and it's fucking Sean and Gus just chilling and Lassie's get the hell out of here. And yeah. this is where we get, you know, him interrogating Zapato, uh, which, you know, he kind of is like, uh, you're on the show, yeah. which is a little seed planted that you don't even yeah. get. Like, this is why I like this episode is because it hides the fact that Zapato, spoiler alert, is the guy and they do a very good job of undercutting him the whole time. Yeah, which you know, which makes the the wrap up you know make some sense because you see it you know right from the beginning actually when 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 Sean and Gus are going undercover, you know Emelina's a no, Zapato's a no, but they've got to advance, and 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 uh, so uh, Nigel says you're advancing, uh, but well, Zapato says Zapata. Zapata. <laughs> he, says, no, his, he doesn't matter. He it's votes like, yes. Right, yeah, <laughs> he votes yes, right? So he's like always speaking for him and. And so they—they—that's what they—they—they've done a great job in this episode because there isn't a lot of real sleuthing in this episode. Well, they have to—they have to get ready to, you know, advance. I mean, they're—they're—they're yeah. they're split in two ways. Yeah. They're like investigating is basically just like an attempt happens and they investigate it a little. Like the light fell, yeah. they went up there. Yeah. Um, you know the, you know his food's poisoned. They go to yeah. his room. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So the, yeah, though, because those things happen. Because you know, out, out of the attempts on his life so far, we've had the first one, the lights coming down. We've had the second one. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming in that case, the you know the the, the attempted murderer was uh, suspecting him or expecting him to, you oh, know, torch um, the cigarette into the light. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. yeah, right. You know, like oh, you throw the butt in the ground or something like that. Uh, but even then, I mean, you're going to smell the gasoline, right? I mean, he cut the gas line for fuck's sake. Um, and so there isn't a lot of sleuthing, like I said, but there, but because Sean and Gus are so, they are so wrapped up in actually trying to advance, right? Part of, I mean, they have to advance because it's part of their cover, but, um, that's okay in this episode. You know, you know, we've seen, we've seen a lot of episodes where, the crime has been really good. The comedy has been really good. It's been that perfect balance. We've seen ones where the crime stunk, but the 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 comedy, you know, you know, kept it afloat. This is one where you don't you don't mind, you know, that the the you know the crime is sort of the second you know second you know the, the lower tier here because everything is just you know so friggin' hilarious. And so you know we get Lassie. He's interviewing uh, Zapato. He's interviewing Emelina. You know, which is great and. You know, he's, you know, he's convinced, you know, that there's something, something up, you know, with Emelina, uh, you know. He's going to crack her like a bad back. Yeah, that was what I loved that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to crack her like a bad back. And, and Jesus, please don't do that. Um, and, and, and I see Pat mentioned this in the chat here. And so the, there's, there's so many great scenes, like any one of these scenes by themselves, just like any one of these lines in this episode by themselves. Uh, would be the best thing in any other episode, but there's just so many. They just all you know blend in. So when they're when they're driving, so the third attempt on Nigel's life was uh, the microwave blowing up. Technically, that's the fourth. The fourth. They tried to poison his sandwich first. There was uh, there was the oh light. shit. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yep. So this is technically the fourth. You know, get off me, you silly giraffe. Yeah. So he had to eat that food because his tuna niswa sandwich yeah. was poisoned, and it was with a cocktail that was made from basically Emelina's prescriptions. Yeah, yeah. And so they got to put Nigel sort of in witness protection program because, uh, uh, you know, his his room's no longer safe. And so he, is this the first reference we get to the blueberry? I mean, we've seen the blueberry. So they do say something about it being blue and maybe saying – um, you know, it's been referenced specifically like little blue car, but yeah. this is 100% the first time it's called the blueberry. And yeah. now like I realized it like on like the 10th rewatch of this show, like, cause you know, I picked it up later. Yeah. I, I watched it from the beginning, but like, you don't realize that he coined this and they ran with it right away. Like they use it, like it's called the blueberry for, you know, now seven seasons, two movies and a musical. So I, I want it like we have to have Steve Franks. I want to know if that was written or it seemed like Nigel, uh, you know, uh, Tim Curry, who's probably one of my all time favorite actors. He's in my favorite movie of all time. Clue. I'm wondering how much, if any, they let him ad lib because it seems like he's ad libbing a little bit. I, yeah, he's probably ad libbing a lot, to be honest with you. 
because there's just there's just so many quick lines, <laughs> and 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 so when he's in he's in that car because they're taking him to Henry's house, and this and, car makes me want to weep and then die. Yes, I feel like I've been incarcerated in a blueberry. Blueberry, and and, and it's just and his dry, you know, just delivery of everything is so brilliant and and the greatest psych moment i think for me this is this is when this is all said and done when we've ripped through all eight seasons and all the the you know the the movies and, and the musical and we talk about our favorite moments this is going to be my favorite <laughs> moment it's, it's the scene at henry's house it's the scene at henry's house yeah, absolutely yeah. it's definitely i'd have to think but just like watching it i watched it probably three times today Two full speed, one at uh two at two, and you know we'll dive into that one because you know basically all of your Nigel lines that we have are from yeah. there. Yeah, but it is just like a power packed episode, uh, a moment in time because Gus is doing something great, and pretty much Sean is just kind of playing defense the whole time. He's the straight man for one. Yeah, <laughs> I right? know it's crazy. He's the he's the straight man. I mean, even Henry out outshines him. Here and and and, and what's, what's great about this, and we'll dive into this in, in a few moments, is that Tim Curry delivers these lines with this smile on his smug smile oh. on his face that just oh, and Henry's play off that, his reaction, all that it, it's absolutely perfect, right? So, you know, we've had the attempts on Nigel's life, he's he's in witness protection now, and you know, and and, and you know. Everyone thinks that, you know, Emelina is the suspect because, you know, it was her drugs that was found, you know, in the in the standing order in the tuna niswa sandwich. Um, but she had an alibi for that night. So she's released, you know, because I think she said she was uh, passed out on a car at the beach, you know, <laughs> which is just absolutely Phenomenal. fantastic. And then uh, so she's released and then she's attacked in her own hotel room and, and she's in a coma. You know, so that, so everyone you know rushes over there, and 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 but before before we actually get to that, you know, so she's she's attacked, she's in a coma. Sean and Gus do some sleuthing, right? They go to this is the only real sort of investigating they these particular guys do in this episode. And and, and what what I loved about this was that you know they're they're going around her you know her hotel room, they're trying to find some clues, and and there's something shiny in the toilet bowl, but Sean doesn't want to stick his hand in; he wants Gus to do it. Gus won't do it, so he has a psychic vision, and they have Jules do it. Yep, uh, right. bring bring gloves. <laughs> yeah, and and so this little piece of jewelry they find in there, Sean sort of recalls back to when they talked to Bevan Rennie Llewellyn. Oh, he was wearing the the same necklace, so all of a sudden, Sean, you know, because Sean's at the hotel uh, at the hospital uh, now uh, with Lassie and, and and Jules and everyone, and Gus is actually doing some really good detective work here, you know. And he's putting it all together that you know, you know, uh, Bevan is actually a really good singer, but he's well, yeah. William hugging it, yes. right? Yes, and that was the best part about that thing because when they pulled it out, they both once Jules left were like jumping up and down because yes. they realized it was the uh, you know the little uh, wanker who sang it every time. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking uh, unreal line! Like it's just this whole episode is just unbelievably packed with great lines. So Sean says, "You go there. I'm going to go to Emelina." And again, like this is going to be one of our focal points coming up later. But the relationship between Lassie and uh, Emelina Saffron, like the little back and forth he has with the comatose woman there, it's oh, just amazing. <laughs> and I don't think brushing this, her hair. <laughs> uh, it's, I judge the book by its horribly uh, deranged erotic yes. cover. Like just such great lines. Yeah. And uh, so, so now that they know that Bevan uh, Bevan is involved. Uh, Gus starts doing some extra, and he finds out that you know a young Bevan uh, is you know uh, became friendly with Zapato, uh, and what what Sean puts he puts it all together to solve the case is that uh, you know Bevan needed someone on the inside to help him get close. That person is Zapato because Zapato is pissed. He was the first one hired on American Duels. He was supposed to be the star. He's got it's supposed that to be song. my shot. Yeah, me a boat, right? That said, me a man. Yes, yeah, witness. And, uh, and, and look at me. Uh, and that's the big key piece of information is yeah. when, oh, what's yeah. her name, wakes up from the coma and goes, Look at me. No, yeah. look at me. And she does like the, the, uh, what is it? The, uh, meet the parents eye point in the car yeah. when like he's like, yeah. you know, like the two eyes, the two eyes. Yeah, yeah. 
and that's what he does, right? Because when he when he's being interrogated by Elastic, it's me and me, and he points to his eyes like that. Yeah, and uh, so that's how it's all, you know, it, you know, all these little things, you know, which were good. They were very subtle things. It wasn't like you know, again, some of the other episodes where there's like really good clues and it's really creative. These are just subtle little things, and then it all just kind of wrapped up pretty quickly. Uh, you know, Zapato was the one that wanted Nigel taken out because you know he felt slighted. He felt bullied he was pissed you know that his show was you know being taken from him by you know uh by nigel saint nigel and so that's i mean it was a good it was a good case right it was it was it was a good story but the real you know the real meat and potatoes of this show uh you know was you know tim curry so you know we we kind of try to you know, talk talk about the case. So what we want to do is we're going to change things up a little bit now. We're going to kind of, you know, break it down, talk about some of our favorite moments, some of our favorite characters. Uh, we're going to get into some of our favorite lines here. Uh, and we're going to we're going to do that in the Thundercats hole. Uh, so, uh, Billy, why don't, you, why don't you kick us off with some of your favorite moments? Uh, it's just from top to bottom, it's incredible. And I think we can tackle – maybe the uh, Lassie uh, Emelina relationship Hell yeah. because that is just unbelievably good. It yeah. is one of the best things that he does on screen. I think maybe ever because he has so many good lines delivered throughout this. And I, I, I when he does the, I never thought I'd make this sound in my yeah. adult life, but yeah. <laughs> like, and the way he delivers that is fucking hysterical and her and i know you have this a little bit but her referencing his you know mr bean-esque flat stanley-esque stuff is just so fucking hilarious yeah she calls him uh mr bean a couple of times uh she she calls him tony randall uh you know uh and even when she he takes the bag when he takes the bag and leaves the room i noticed it for the first time ever on like one rewatch today where she goes it's like very subtle as she he's going to talk to chief he's like mr bean has my bag yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i never heard that until today same same here say i was when i was typing up the notes and i had on the back i was like oh my god so she called him mr bean twice she calls him count chocula like tony randall oh oh man it's just the, the interrogation, you know, how it evolves and then just sort of how their relationship was funny because he was just like looking at her like just some, you know, messed up junkie. And and, and, and she's she's like, she's like, are you are you hitting on me? You know, because he makes reference to, uh, you know, he's you a, a hole in your heart. You want to fill it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> divorced. You got a little yeah. hole in your heart. You want to fill it with saffron? Yeah. I was just... Just absolutely great, and he's anything he's, you want to confess to. Yeah, <laughs> I have a I have a kid in Milwaukee. The father yeah. Simone. Yeah, father Simone. You see, I see here that you've got a, an assault, you know, assault, you know, uh, you know, rap. It's just well, it was a publicity stunt. Uh, the weapon was a forklift, and I was drunk on a bottle of Charlie. I don't a know spray what spray bottle the, of Charlie. I don't yeah. even know what that is. I don't know, but it's perfect. Like it's all right. It sounds like something a degenerate would do. You know, like huff and glue. You know, I uh, just it's just so great. And then by the end of the episode, you know, when they're in the hospital and she's in a coma, and like you said, you know, I, I, I it's a perfume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is so weird because. I've seen this also in the Naked Gun, where uh, it's the Naked Gun thirty three and the third. Frank's wife is leaving him, and she chugs down a bottle of Chanel. And they're like, "That's your third bottle of Chanel today." <laughs> like, why are women drinking cologne? <laughs> yeah, I, know, I have no idea. You know, well, I guess it's like you know, hand sanitizer, right? Why are people drinking hand? Sanitizer? Uh, yeah, there's probably a certain amount of alcohol in it, but I find that like I thought it was that same kind of joke, but that's fucking hysterical. Yeah, I mean, and 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 uh, uh, what's her name there? Um, uh, Gina Gershon just played the character perfectly. I mean, her hair is a mess. Her shirt. I need my like, bag. I need my bag. I need my bag. Wait, what did she say? Don't make me pee on something again. again. Right? <laughs> She's just. She's perfect. I'm lucid. You know, I'm lucid. <laughs> Get in here now. Bring my bag. Yeah. You know, she was just, she was just great, you know. And and then, you know, at the end, and Lassie's, you know, you're smitten with her. And it was just a roller coaster between those two. But they, 
I mean, they played off each other, you know, absolutely perfectly. Um, for I, I mean, I love the auditions, you know, like from Sean and Gus, um, you know, doing their 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 cold open. Uh, you know, the one with the you know, Nigel said the girls are slightly jaundiced, asymmetrical. You smell, you know. Um, and then chance and rants, right? They come out, you know, you know, the perfect cocktail of, uh, you know, inbreeding and, and diabetes. That whole stuff where you had just Nigel just riffing and going nuts on those characters uh, was great. Um, so, you know. Because they had- nailed everything about the American Idol field. They had the three judges like it was originally. Yep. I know what time this show came out, but it was probably when it was still just the three original judges, I would imagine. And they had the Ryan Seacrest guy. Yeah. It was kind of, uh, I think his name you was Lester. Punk. Yeah. Yeah. A nice Daft Punk <laughs> reference shortly after uh, they've yeah. just retired. So he was so good in those auditions, and Emelina was so good. So it was just a great way of, I'm, I have, like, I'll have to look it up right now what time this came out and what time, you know, American Idol was really thriving. Right. Yeah. I mean, it had to have been maybe not at its peak, but, um, you know, somewhere in the, in the ballpark because they nailed, I mean, they nailed the vibe, you know, perfectly. They just, they, I mean, it's, it's what you want with a, a spoof, right? It was perfect. Like it was an exaggeration of, of the real thing and everyone, you know, hit their parts perfectly. And one thing we didn't even talk about yet uh, is Jules, oh. right? She's not like big in this episode, but when she's kind of, well, kind of, but when she's on, like, she's got very few parts, but when she's in there, she's big. It's probably her most over-the-top acting, maybe in the entire show, yeah. when they're doing the dancing in the studio. So one of my favorite lines, and I'll just say it now, uh, because it is hysterical. When Sean goes, we need to step it up literally, and we need to stomp the yard figuratively. Yes. <laughs> Like, that is fucking classic. That is something you'll only get on Psych and maybe in the DSG like yeah. type of humor. That is just perfect writing. I love every moment of that. You know, uh, you know you're know, you a Svengali. I think I would know if I'm a Svengali, Sean. Yeah. And she's kind of – and she does this a few times when they go undercover because she's been undercover a few times. She goes undercover in uh, Sherry Scary, Bianca's Toast. She goes undercover yeah. here, and then she goes undercover in the – um the roller derby episode yeah. and all of the time she's kind of a little bit, I mean, she's technically not undercover here. They're the ones undercover, right? but she's a little bit uh, aggressive in those episodes, which is, uh, is good. I like the aggressive jewels. Yeah. And she's super aggressive and super hot oh. uh, in this. You know, so she's, she's got, you know, the, the, the leggings on and the, the little shorts or, you know, and the, the, that half, you know, she, damn, we get it from Gus. We get another damn girl. Yep. Then, know? Well, just separated by one episode is yeah. the damn girl because she looks great in it. You know, there's so many good like you feeling okay, sharp as cheddar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, and, and and she's like, oh, she's dancing, she's going nuts. Like, and and she 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 gives him like this. You know, it was like, can I teach you how to crump? Probably. Maybe. Yeah, that's yeah, up maybe. to you. Yeah. <laughs> and so she just again, every everyone sort of you know not everyone but like. Tim Curry took his took it to an eleven. Emelina took it to eleven. Jules takes it to eleven. She's Gus, just like, Gus, watch me. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And there's there's absolute terror in their eyes, you know, which is great. So you know, and and, and there was and it was a little sneaky here too, where you know she's like she's so into what she's doing, she actually gives Sean a good piece of advice. She's like it can't be Emelina. She's too you know coked she's, out of her mind yeah she's barely uh lucid enough to form word and word endings let alone plan a complicated attack on yeah. Nigel. and i'm just now thinking that that keys into the part where she's like you know the first round is the most she can yeah. barely form word endings so yeah slight little bit of writing there but it's a nice piece to kind of just bring the whole thing together that they all know that she's fucking out of her mind yeah, yeah. So th- those were those were some great, uh, you know, some great moments. Um, I mean, we're gonna. I think we'll get to this in the next part. So I mean, just um, just the whole uh, Nigel St. Nigel, you know, uh, at, Hem- at at Henry's part. I mean, that is, I mean, hands down, uh, you know, my favorite moment because that is there's so much comedy. Uh, packed into that one little scene i mean i think we can just dive into it right now yeah yeah I think that's all it. we really have left in the uh 
favorite moments category here. Yeah. I mean, from start to finish, when they pull up who lives here, the Borringtons, yeah. to when it ends, it's just, yeah, like you said, it would probably be, you know, a Mount Rushmore moment in psych history. Yeah. Because it's just, you've got uh, every single person in that scene just chewing it up. Except for Sean, right? We he has a few Sean. good lines. He has he's a few got good some lines. good sneaky lines and some some, some good one liners, but he's the straight man. We don't we don't see that, you know, uh, too often. I mean, we saw it a couple of times in season one, but they're still trying to figure out his character. Uh, but just you know, Tim Curry in the robe, you know, Sean, uh, Henry walking in, you know, with the stakes and, and Gus just in, in his eating glory. There's just so much comedy that happens that happens in this part and so i mean uh, we can dive into the nigel favorite lines too yeah we're let's have just, a favorite line segment it. but it yeah. kind of coincides with this one because you know um he's just ripping them off you know those fillets look promising yeah <laughs> well actually they're ribeyes and then the line he makes to downplay his cooking is unreal oh oh what is it oh, i can see the marks where the it's, jockey was slapping it well, it's still got the marks from where the jockey was hitting it. Like, yeah. it's just such a great, like, fuck you. Like, this yeah. isn't good. Like, he is just unreal at delivering lines. And everything he says is a joke. Oh, every, everything. He, he even calls him Horace, you know, name's, name's Henry, you know. And uh, it's just, oh, it's. <laughs> and what, how he describes the robe. Yeah. Oh, oh. So it's the, the rope. This this is my favorite part of the Nigel. You know. So I mean, you got the stuff with the with the fillets and 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 and, and busting his balls about the cooking and the driftwood furniture. And I can write a, a sonnet for every piece of fake paraphernalia. Who designed this place? Chris Christopherson. But you've got Tim Curry in a, in wearing Henry's robe, and you know, and, 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 and Henry was take that off. He's absolutely not. You know? I feel like an angel baby. Uh, I feel like an angel baby swaddled in the cocoon, a cocoon of cloud candy. Yes, yeah. and the way he said, I got the look on his face. You know, you know, this is I the feel most... like an angel baby swaddled <laughs> in the cocoon of cloud candy. Like he's just, he's so good. Yeah, this is the plushest, most opulent robe I have ever had the pleasure of wearing. It is it's comforting me at an elite spa level. Yeah, I just, it's just perfect. I just. I can I can't ever not laugh, you know, at that scene. And if I had only one episode of Psych to watch it would for be eternity, it would be this this one hands down. It was just you know so perfect, and so I mean, it, I mean, it takes us. We want you know, you know, you know, favorite characters. I mean, of the episode, it's it's easily Nigel, and oh. then I think it's followed by, you know, by Emelina. You know, these two just just absolutely killed it. Um, and, and some of the lines that these guys had, I mean, we did, we talked about a bunch of Nigel ones here, Noah's hair trimmer invest, right? Uh, yeah. Where he's yeah. just like, Noah's hair trimmer yeah. invest. Like the way he like, he even like takes the fork up to his like nose and does it. And he is, and I think this might be to your point why the case wasn't so good. They probably built a pretty good case and they were like, we have Tim Curry and just let him go. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh gershon uh gina gershon so let's filter in more of them and a little bit less of the case because like comedy is gonna stand like this and this comedy stands the test this is as funny today as it was the first time i watched it and probably the first time you watched in like 2008 yeah yeah i mean it's just i mean this has always been like like i said like i said when we were you know season one i would usually skip it and i would just put on season two start with this episode like there's a couple of episodes like it's late at night. I just need something to watch. It's going to be this. It's going to be, um, you know, feet don't fail me now. It's going to be dual spires. It's Mine, Sean two point oh, but yeah. I'm I'm with you on all of those. Yeah. And what did Goo recently describe as a bowl of soup? Uh, uh, what did he describe? <laughs> oh, something is a. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. I forget what it was, but uh, I think it was Ted Lasso. Yes. But like that is what Psych is for me. I feel home when I'm watching Psych, especially this episode because. It's just so well done. Yeah. You feel like you're in the universe. And our guy, I think, uh, Night Train's Pat, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he points out in the chat that they started season two 
with maybe one of the best, like yeah. arguably most people would have this as maybe their favorite episode of all time. Yeah. Mine's Sean 2.0, I think season five. And yeah. a lot of people will put the Yang ones up there, but like to have this as your oh. season two debut is unreal. Absolute home run, absolute home run. So, and, and that, and that's the thing too, is that, you know, Sean and Gus were great in this episode, but they get overshadowed a little bit. Uh, one of one of Sean's great lines was when they so when they were did their initial uh, uh, audition, um, and, and Jules was like that was terrible. You guys don't even know the words, and, and Sean just goes, "Those aha guys are Norwegian. They don't even know what they were saying." You know, just there's just little little zingers in there. You know, he says he's not Rain Man because you know when the when the sandwich. Remember when the sandwich you sing like Rain Man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. He's like, oh, all, all the seeds, you know, the seeds. Uh, 83 are, sesame seed buns. Yeah, but this one only had 86 or something like that. What? Because I'm not Rain Man, guys. You know, and, you know, the, the, the tip there was the, the, the toothpicks were different. And we talked about Gus, you know, saying he had a, you know, uh, a dairy-heavy Jamba juice. Uh, I think I'm developing a polyp. Polyp. Unreal. Yeah, that was just, uh, that was great. <laughs> oh, and then when they're in, I love this. This was such a subtle line. I, I loved it. You know, it looks like Sean's like you know, you know, you know, bowing down to the porcelain god, uh, but he's just looking at the clue. And but Gus looks, you know, walks in on him with his head in the toilet bowl, and he goes, "That's what you get for drinking whole milk, Sean." Oh, you know? unreal. <laughs> well, like, you also wrote down, "I have bones like granite." Yes. Yeah. Which is so. So there was some some great little one liners there. I mean, we did the Nigel ones. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, Lassie has one of my favorite ones of all time where he's like, uh, you know, and you can't stand Nigel. And Emily, and it goes, everyone hates Nigel. And he goes, yeah, well, everyone loves Raymond. And it's <laughs> like under any other circumstance, I was like, that would be terrible writing. I hate it. But the way he delivered it and who he is makes it fucking hysterical. Yeah, That's it- such a great line because he's never normally like that goofy in an interrogation. He's usually Mr. Hard Guy, but he's such a different feel in this episode. And you can even see it at the end when he's so smitten with her. And, you know, she woke up, a rabbit punched me in the sternum, yeah. and I was able to identify her attacker. Yeah, like, yeah. he is just on fire in this episode. Yeah. And even though Lassie and Jules aren't featured, they steal the show when they're in it because their parts yeah. speak, like, volumes to like yeah. their character's ability to be a little bit goofy like you're right like sean is playing the straight man for the 90 percent of this episode yeah and it's great yeah it works it works perfectly and i love i love when uh when lassie comes out and he you know and he's got the uh when, when they figure out you know uh the contents of the, the poison in the sandwich and he goes uh spencer uh <laughs> you missed something prince and then, she, and then without batting eyelash was he in a little red Corvette? And then Gus Under the cherry moon. Yeah. It's perfect. Just, it, all, it also harkens back to the dirtiest line ever made in any cartoon ever. Um, when in Animaniacs, they go, uh, did you get fingerprint? Did you fingerprints? And then Dot from Animaniacs pulls up Prince. He goes, that's just naughty. <laughs> like, or whatever the delivery is, that is yeah. like, Rocco's Martin Life has a lot of stuff like the choky yeah. chicken is where I think uh, one of the guys works, but like yeah. that to me, fingering Prince yeah. is an unbelievable line. But I do love the under the cherry moon in a red beret. Like that is my humor to a fucking T. Oh, it, it's because it's perfect. It's it, you want to talk about play on words. It's it's play on words. You know, <laughs> we found Prince done, done perfect. We found Prince, and and they say and it, it's so quick and it's so subtle. And you know it's not you know then it, it's straight face. That's the best thing about us. They both say it very straight face and, and it's very quick. And that's that's the humor of psych. That's that's why you know that's what you know makes us giggle like schoolgirls every time you know we watch this thing. Um, and so with that, let's let's sort of you know wrap this up a little bit here, Billy. Let's get into the um, uh, the creamsicle. Hell yeah, man! I mean. Um... So we flipped the format a little bit. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm a little bit behind on posting episodes. I just downloaded 15, and we'll get the one up with Jake. So, uh, you know, if you're watching us live, let us know what you thought of this one. And when you're finally hearing this, we're going to get on a more normalized track. I think we're going to try to post these on Mondays from now on. But uh, let us know what you think of the new format. I don't know about you, but I had an absolute blast. Yeah, yeah, I like this <laughs> up because it creates a little bit more just sort of dialogue and um, – 
and and just a lot more fun with it. And so we want to, you know, usually what we did, what we did in season one is the creamsicle was just like, did we like it? Yes. And we've already, <laughs> by that point, we've already told you that we liked it. Yeah. Um, and Spoiler so we, want, we love yeah, it because it's yeah, like, <laughs> right. So uh, we wanted to just sort of, uh, you know, just tweak things just a little bit. So in the creamsicle, what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about, you know, a couple quick things uh, that we didn't, we didn't mention already. Um, and, I mean, I think we've already kind of talked about this a little bit, but you know, the things that worked uh, best in this episode, Billy. I mean, you have it here. Tim Curry humor, which yep. I mean, Tim Curry and we have to get Steve Franks on here and hopefully one day James Roday and do a do a Hill, because I want to know how big of an influence one. The movie clue is because they had a whole spoof episode dedicated to it. They do the nah all the time. Basically the format of the show is comedy and, you know, uh, solving a murder, which is clue. So to have Tim Curry on in season two, I'm assuming was a huge get for both Frank's and Roday, because this episode is like, no episode has to be carried by anybody in the psych universe, but Tim Curry is just all over this episode and he's brilliant. He's brilliant. He really is. I mean, he, he literally stole the show. And we get him doing his classic, no. We get Sean going, no. And it's just a running gag, you know, throughout the series, you know, which is great. We already got some of that in season one. And you, and you get it here. And I love when Psych does these spoof. Uh, I, I don't want to call them spoof episodes, but, like, when they're paying homages. You know, mm-hmm. so when they, they do it for Clue. You know, Dual Spires is an homage to Twin Peaks. Uh, you know, this one, you know, American Idol and all that. So they when, when they decide to, like, uh, you know, do an homage or, you know, something like that, they, they do it really well. They execute it really well. And you can tell that, you know, the things that they're doing that for, that they love. And so they put the, you know, the effort into it to make sure that all the little details are done great. So, uh, you know, Tim Curry, the humor, I mean – the spoofness, you know, if that's a word, spoofness, you know, uh, of it was just, Spoof. was just perfect. Spoofy. Spoofy. It was very spoofy. It got staked. Yeah. <laughs> so those, you know, those are things that worked really well. And so then the opposite, right? You know, the things that didn't work so well, the very little. And I touched upon this early. For me, it was really uh, the, the case just kind of they, – they, they do this a lot of times, and I think they do it mostly with the episodes that are more humor-based. Mm-hmm. They wrap things up quickly because I mm-hmm. think they're, they're spending a lot of time on the humor, which is fine because it makes you laugh and it's great. Uh, but, you know, like I said, there was very little sleuthing, and it was kind of wrapped up a little quickly. That's not a not. I would say like that took away for it for me, but that was the only thing I could really think of with this damn near perfect episode. So, and we haven't even tackled this yet. But we can right now because it's the best time to do it because it's the end of this episode and it's the end of the psych episode. So they do it, the wrap up, you know, and Gus is all into it, right? He's all over it yeah. because oh. and Sean kind of has to dial him back because every time Gus says something, Sean has to re-say it as like the psychic because Gus is so into it because it's his favorite show. So he kind of has to dial everything he says back. Because he'll say it and then Sean will just like repeat it back to be like, hey, yeah. I'm the psychic here. And it's a great ending. You know, Nigel even goes into the like, you're the worst murderer ever. Yes. Like, I was sitting two feet away from you and you couldn't kill me. Yeah. And then, like just him like doing that to him. And he goes into the whole thing. Like I get letters addressed to Ricky Martin and the guy from the El Pollo Loco. Yes. Like just hilarity ensues. And I think they wrapped it up so quickly. Because they wanted to get to what is another unbelievable moment from the series and so many good shots of them actually getting to do their talent contest show for yes. us as adults as Roland Rosabo and Michael Jackson with the shout, shout, like, shamon, and then, like Jules is in the corner doing like the choreography. Yep. It's just so perfect. And you get the tribute to shout. Who you know? Tim Curry then says, "You know, you ruined a fantastic song." His like killing them, they like euthanize yourselves. Yes. It's just such a phenomenal <laughs> ending to the show. And I think we talked about it earlier. Like they saw what they had on their hands, and they're like the case is the secondary here. The yeah. comedy is the foreground. Yeah, and 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 what's great about this is, and and 
you know, I you know, I, I can't wait until we eventually get to feet don't fail me now. But <laughs> Dulé Hill is a world class dancer. Like oh, legit. unreal, legit. You know, he has, oh, he's a real tap dancer. The, yeah. the moonwalk was him. The nobody double that was him. Everything about it, you know, he's he's moonwalking and then going he into does the thriller. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he's grabbing his junk. You know, it's just it was perfect. They were they were they were singing um, together, but their 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 dancing was just completely you know. Uh, yeah, it was perfect. I'm it was absolutely perfect. You, so and then Nigel finally gets the ripple, right? Tells them to euthanize themselves. It was just, it was a, it was a perfect way uh, to end, you know, the episode. And then, uh, lastly, you know, to, to, to close us out here, we 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 get a lot of running gags oh. uh, in this episode. Like I said, this is like from here on out, psych is psych. Right, and there's no, there's very, very little down here, and all the elements that make Psych so great, we we get right off the rip here. We get the nickname, one of the greater nicknames, Gus TT Showbiz, Gus TT Showbiz, and Sean Spenstar. The, the extra T is for extra talent. Oh. right. Uh, we get a Gus Dopey, a rabbit porcupine, which is one of the best ones because it actually makes sense. Yes. Uh, you know, we get a blue, we get the, the official nickname of the blueberry and, yep. uh, we get a legit pineapple with the bow on it that I bring to everybody's house for the first time, like at a housewarming. Uh, it's great. Cause I think he brings it to the hotel, uh, the hospital room when mm -hmm. Emelina's in, in, in a coma. So, he, so we get all those elements there. I mean, Billy, this is, uh, you know, without a doubt, just, you know, one of the all timers. And, uh, I, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to do this one. I was looking forward to it all week. Uh, balls to the wall, one of the best episodes they will ever have. You know, uh, our guy Coffin finally finished it all, probably in like a month and a half. So oh, golf clap for him. That's yeah. impressive. But it just goes to show you how good it is. I'm actually going to probably ask him what he thought of this one. I know he loved it at the time, but like yeah. where all time is super duper ridiculously high. So, uh, you know, I think we can go to the – come on, son. Come on, son. Come on, son. What do we got next week? What's next week's episode? Uh, not as like it's it's hard to say it's not as good, but like sixty five million years off is uh, really good, <laughs> absolute banger. I've probably watched this more than American Duos actually, just because anytime like I didn't like it the first time I watched the series. Actually, Sean two which is my favorite episode, I didn't like the first time I watched it. I don't know why, because anytime Sean was like, maybe it was the point I was at in my life, I don't know. But like anytime Sean was like getting beat on or beat up, yeah, I was like, no, don't do that to Sean. But yeah. in this episode is the first time we really see him down and out, like not being able to like solve it. You know, Lassie's on a hot streak. Yeah. So this is so good. You get Farmer McShooty pants. You get the Lenny impression. Yeah. So <laughs> let me whip out my Lenny. So yep. that'll be next week. And look forward to it because it really is all uphill from here. Yeah, it's it, it is it, it's a really good one. It's going to be hard at that season's end to to rank these and and put them in order. I think outside we have to number rank one outside think, of number yeah, one. Yeah, I think we have to rank them all yep. this time because the eleven was nice or the eight was nice, but like we should have a running list of every episode yeah. where it ranks for us. Yeah, I, I, I that 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 sounds good. So uh, until next week, Billy, uh, wait for it. Frank says hi.